Welcome to Weekly Update with State Representative Martin Causer, the 67th Legislative District in McKean, Potter, and Cameron County's Representative Causer. Welcome to another report to your constituents. This week, we'd like to begin by talking about the thing that we all achieved for the state this last week, and that is the passage of the budget. Once again, a little bit late, but it was worth getting done right. Talk to us about what happened here. Well, the General Assembly has officially enacted a 22-23 state budget that really funds the core functions of government and keeps spending in check. And along with that, sets aside $5 billion in funding for the next fiscal year. The legislation keeps year-over-year growth in spending to 2.9% compared to the 16% that Governor Wolf proposed back in February. It directs $2.1 billion into the state's rainy day fund bringing it to a historic $5 billion balance in that fund and, in fact, carries over $3 billion into the next fiscal year to address an anticipated drop in in state revenue. So we're making investments, but at the same time saving for the rainy day that we know is is coming. So along with that fiscal responsibility, as I said, we're making strategic investments that I think are very beneficial, such as an increase in basic education funding for public schools, and that's increased by $525 million for basic ed. Special education is increased by $100 million, early childhood education by $60 million, and uh, career and technical education by $6 million. We also uh, provide the much-needed Medicaid reimbursement increase for emergency medical services that I was the lead sponsor of, and that will help our emergency responders significantly all across the Commonwealth. And along with that, we we provide an additional $35 million in federal funding into the Nursing Loan Forgiveness Program. And that's that's a program that has really helped us get more nurses trained and educated and out into the workforce, and that's helping our healthcare facilities. It provides full funding for the state-related universities, including the University of Pittsburgh at Bradford, and also increases the maximum grant for the Pennsylvania Higher Education Assistance Agency for students heading off to college this fall. So along with that, uh, we put $140 million into the property tax rent rebate program, and that will provide for a one-time increase in property tax rent rebates, about a 70% increase. So seniors who qualify for the program will see a very significant boost, and uh, I know that that helps thousands of seniors across the Commonwealth. So as I said, a very reasonable, responsible state budget, and I'm glad that we've got that enacted into law. Another thing that happened uh, alongside the state budget negotiations was some legislation that moved that would change our Constitution here in Pennsylvania What was this all about? Uh, What were the the items that were included? Well, the General Assembly has approved uh, several proposed constitutional amendments in the last week, and really it ultimately gives the voters a direct say in important issues facing the Commonwealth. And these are five separate and distinct questions. The first question would seek to ask the voters if they support enacting voter ID, requiring all voters to present a valid identification each time they cast their ballot, and that's something that I'm strongly supportive of. The second question would allow a governor candidate to select a running mate for lieutenant governor, and that differs from the way we currently do it, where lieutenant governors are elected independently. 
The third question would require comprehensive auditing of elections by the state auditor general. The fourth question would restore the balance of power between the legislative and executive branches of state government by allowing the legislature to reject proposed regulations without approval of the governor. And I think that's very important, and I've seen numerous examples of executive overreach in that area. And the fifth question allows the voters to directly decide if taxpayer dollars should be used to fund elective abortions. Amending the state's constitution requires the legislation to be passed in two consecutive sessions of the legislature, and then the questions would go to the voters for final approval to determine if the constitution should be amended. Representative Causey, thank you for this informative report to your constituents, and tune in for another weekly update with State Representative Martin Causey.